Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Hey, welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go around the room and check in. Up first, he's our video producer. He just finished his first season coaching his son's basketball, and he had to teach the kids, well, you can't win them all, or... <laughs> Mini. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Here he is. Eddie, everybody. Go, go, go. I have your Oscar winner for Best Picture. I oh. already know it. Have you seen them all? No, no, no. I've only watched one. <laughs> and it's called All Quiet on the Western Front. And it is a war film. And it's all based on World War One. Guys, this is fantastic. Like, Who's in it? I don't know. It's, it's in German. So it's really the German side of things, which is like we're used to watching the American side of the war. Uh, but it's really, really good. It gives you a whole different perspective just on war. Just kind of see all sides of it. The commanders, sure. the fighters, the people on the front line. Do we root for the Germans in this? No, I think they're... I'm USA, buddy, all well, the way. No, no, you're not rooting. Red, white, and blue. Yeah, I'm red, white, hey, red, white, and blue. USA! Yeah. USA! Well, hacks all Jim Duggan for your buttocks if you don't be careful. Hey, I'm not rooting for the Germans. You want them to win the award? <laughs> no. No. Guys, it's a good movie. I promise it's on Netflix. If you watch it, you'll love it. Hey, Mike. Movie Mike, who does Movie Mike's movie podcast. Have you seen All Quiet on the Western Front? Yeah, I thought it was a little boring. Oh, my god. It's good, not great. I don't think it'll win Best Picture. Did you feel like a traitor when it was over? Because Eddie's feeling like one right now. Yeah, I'm USA all the way. Yeah, USA all the way, Eddie. Guys, come on. Look, it's not better than Saving Private Ryan, but it's pretty darn good. Yeah, USA all the way. That's what I say. Okay, guys. (laughs) All right. He knows nothing about music and can't clap on beat, so if he does sing on key once in a while, it really is a treat. Here he is. Lunchbox, everybody. Hey, 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 hey. I'm so annoyed at my wife because we have decided to jump succession and announce that they're leaving after season four. So I was like, oh, we need to catch up. We need to watch season three and we need to get going. And so we start watching season three. First episode, she goes, I, I don't think I watched season two. I, we need to go back and watch season two. I, you must have watched it without me. Oh, no. And I'm like, no, no, no. We watched it together. It was like six months ago. We watched it. Are you sure? Yes. Because How did she not remember it? I have no idea how she doesn't remember it. So you have to watch all season two again? So we started season two, episode one, and I'm like, we've already watched this. And she goes, oh, yeah, I don't think I've seen this. I'm like, you you watched it. Like, 
I don't have enough time to watch it without Wait, you. Since when do you don't have time? Because she's like you home. Have time for everything. No, no, but she's home, so there's not like time for me to watch these shows without her. Like she's there. So since she stays at home with the kids, you think she's just lollygagging around? Yeah. So she like I don't watch a show without her because. There's no time that we're not watching TV together. If we're watching TV, but you take I, like four-hour naps. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But she, so she could have watched it without me. Okay. But I, she doesn't take four-hour naps. So there is no chance that I watch the show without her. Yeah. I, and if I'm, I'm a juror, I'm hung on this case because it just hung. confused me on me everything too. he's saying. No, 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 no. I'm sorry you're having to deal with that. So I am time. back in season two of Succession, even though we've already watched it once. Here we go for a second time. That would be frustrating. So man. annoying. And you're sure she's seen it? Guarantee it. Or your money back? Yep. Uh, That's my 100% money back guarantee. She's always trying to help others just to be nice. Recently, she gave Eddie a lunchbox and financial advice. Here she is. Amy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My daughter joined the softball team, and she's never played before. So I feel like we have a lot of work to do. So we throw the ball a lot. And I think I've just been overthrowing or doing a, going a little too hard because I played softball back in the day. And I'm very sore. So I just need to, like... Tone it down, but it feels good. Does she look at you and go, dang, mom was really good? Uh, I don't know that she's gotten to see all my skills yet. If she could see me switch hit, then she would know what's up. I tell her about it all the time, but mostly we just get to work in the front yard with oh, throwing. But I, I have a good arm, and I can throw. I'm like, back up, back up, keep going, back up. But well, why are you making her back up? You're not trying to show... You're just there for her. Yeah, you're going to Uncle Rico. You always yeah, call why? me Uncle yeah. Rico, and you're trying to go Uncle Rico. Yeah, Back up, let me show you what I used to could do. <laughs> maybe I am, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's not worth it because now I'm really sore. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you were a good softball player? Yeah, my softball coach called in. Do you remember this? Yeah, she said that. she played you every once in a while. That could have been anybody. No, Frankie Schroeder, shout out. She, I, I had y'all connect with her. She spoke the truth. I played All-Stars. It's, Every summer. It's just, just to share like to play. Is she naturally good? She's never played before. So she doesn't know the rules of softball, baseball. We are getting there. I mean, I just like that she's doing something. Mm-hmm. I, she's always down to try new things, and that's what I love about her. I don't know if the team is very good, being that, like, anybody made the team. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, probably not very I feel good. like <laughs> some softball teams are so hardcore that that's just first-year person's not going to make the high school softball team. I like it, though. But, yes, I, I fully support it. And if she needs my help... I'll be there for her. Okay, thank you, Amy. All right, one more. Go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, podcasts really help him fall asleep at night because he usually has to try with all his might. Bobby Bones. Thank you, everybody. Hey, so guess what? I got great news for you. Now, I'm not the one that made this happen, but we're looking at less than two weeks away from spring forward. Oh. Oh. Yeah, but that was going to happen. I know, but but I didn't know. I I wasn't reminded. I was like, surely this has got to happen at some point. Spring forward less than two weeks away. So what's the date? Uh, March 12th. Man, oh, so we're wow. going to... That's so the only rough part is we're going to be, we're gonna be oh. tired the first couple of days. I don't care. It's that's not getting true. dark at 4. Yeah, we lose that Why hour. are you guys being haters right now? No, no, yeah, I'm excited. No, I love I it. I cannot wait. I get to play the street lights. I'm going to come on until later. I get to play in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> the, street the only problem with that is it's going to be harder to get the kids to go to bed because it's going to still be uh, light outside. Not my fault. Not my problem. <laughs> <sighs> that means I can exercise later outside. I can oh, yeah. push it off later. Or I can do it earlier. And then if I want to go and... I just, Anyway, you I'm guys, gonna do what afterwards? You guys pee to my Cheerios. <laughs> if I want to go practice hitting some golf shots, oh. you know, I can do that. That's true. More or if I want to go to the softball field for some reason, man. <laughs> oh, I'm Amy. Amy yeah. brought it up. I want to work with, you know. Okay, well, you guys peed in the Cheerios, so we'll start the show. I thought that'd be great news for everybody. Be like, oh, wow, I didn't realize it was coming up so quick. But that is not the case around here. All right, welcome. Let's get going. Time to open up the mailbag. 
You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. The title is Concert Etiquette. That's in the subject of this. Hello, Bobby. My husband and I attended your million-dollar concert at the Ryman Auditorium last week. We loved all the performances, but seated behind us were two young couples who were feeling good, but not there to listen to the music. They shouted their life stories during the whole show. Only time we didn't have to hear them yelling in our ears was when they got up to take care of business. Yeah, they told everybody when they had to pee and to buy more beer. And of course, they spilled their beer. We tried to ignore them, but it really affected our ability to hear and enjoy the concert. What would you have done? Politely say something? I wanted to ask them to go back to the lobby to talk, but dot, dot, dot. Signed, Polite Concert Goer. Well, it's a music concert. And at a music concert, you can talk. And people can be, as long as they're not cursing and there are kids around, there really aren't any rules on what you can talk about. And it stinks sometimes if you get next to somebody who doesn't, understand by reading the room right around them but that's showbiz baby I hate to say that but that's, oh, that's a concert they talk may have been couples on first dates obviously they had too much to drink but it's like people who are like dude they won't stop standing up it's a concert they can do whatever they it's want it's a football yeah. game you know you have to know that when you go to this there's a lot of things that can happen you could have people in front of you that are quiet or loud could stand as long as someone's not on someone's shoulders blocking you at an indoor place or they're not yelling curse words and there are kids around, it's a concert. If it were like a comedy show, that's different because that is dependent on silence and spoken word and rhythm and that's ruining everybody's good time. But that, it just, that just stinks. It's just a bad situation. I wouldn't have said anything. Drunk people will fight too. That's yeah. Could you tell like one of the ushers, you know, like the old people that sit with the flashlights? You could, but what are they going to say? Guys, stop talking in the concert. Yeah. <laughs> Quit... <laughs> If they were doing something, yes, but they're not doing anything wrong, just annoying. It's just them not having emotional intelligence when it comes to a concert or just caring. So I'm really sorry to say that polite concert goer. And if it were a GA, like general admission event, you you could move, move, but you couldn't there yet. We were on pews. It was a Ryman. Mm. Sorry that happened. Eddie, now come to your house and do the whole thing over just for you. Yeah, yeah. And all the artists. And all the guests, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's concert, though. Rules are, that's showbiz, baby. Sorry to say it. I hate to. be the person that enforces that, but that's it. Sorry, that's the end. Goodbye. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Amy sent me a note that said my car had a little fender bender today. Oh, boy. Not Here that she had a fender bender, oh boy. but her car had a little fender bender today. Is there a reason that you phrase it like that? Yeah, it was my car because I wasn't in it. Mm. It got hit and I had nothing to do with it. What? Were you in like a parking lot? Parking lot. And she said that she, you know, overestimated when she was pulling into the spot. But the cool part is I was nowhere near when this happened. She waited. I guess she had to go in somewhere, but she kind of was checking and looking out the window and waiting for me to come back. And when I went and got in my car, I got in and she came over and she's like, comes up to the window. And I'm thinking, what, what is happening? What? So I roll my window down and she's like, hi, I've been waiting for you to come out. I hit your car. And I said, "What part of your car? How bad was the damage?" Um, rear driver's side, not bad. Okay, like just scratch it. <laughs> yeah, but it's not gonna just come out. Okay. So and it's a little dented. Bust a light. Unfortunate for her, did not bust a light. Um, so I was just really thought it was really cool that she waited for me. She could have just left. So thank goodness I had someone that wanted to be honest. And then 
She said, well, I don't I don't have my insurance card right now, and I'd rather <gasps> probably pay you cash. Oh. So she said, here's my number. Just call me, and then I'll we'll text about everything. Or text me, whatever. And so I get her number, but I don't see if it's Did you take a picture real. of her driver's license or anything? Nothing. Didn't I didn't report oh, it because well. if we report it, then she Scam alert! Scam alert! <laughs> she can't pay Scam cash. Alert. Go ahead. So, but I realize just how trusting I am of people because I straight up just drive away. Have you called her? Okay, yes. It's all legit. It is. It's going to be fine. I'm getting a quote oh, okay. now. And but then why I'm do you make- keep saying it weirdly? Like, no, 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 it is. It is. We- because well, I mean, I haven't seen any money yet. And how can I guarantee that I'm for sure going to get this, right? I have no, I just drive off like, la, la, la. That's so nice of her to come out and tell me. But why would she come out and tell me if she didn't Well, there are paying? cameras in every parking lot. True. And now the camera has her talking to you. Mm-hmm. And she can. Cl- oh, I mean, wow. I didn't think about that. Right. So listen, oh, I don't boy. know how this is going to pan out yet. But I do. I do have high hopes that everything is going to work out. And Have was- you spoken to her on the phone? No. Oh my How do you God. know what's her number? Texting. It's her. I promise you. Okay, but then what did she say? What, I, mean, I heard her voice. Yeah, but yeah. But you said, hey, this is Amy. You hit me. Yeah, this is from earlier today. Da, 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 da. This is happening. I'm getting quotes. Okay, great. Just let me know. So it's really her. Oh, she said, just let me know. Okay, cool. It's all good. <laughs> and then I don't know. Maybe she'll just Venmo me. Or maybe she will end up going through her insurance. I don't know the price yet. And so, it's just, this is my PSA, okay? Scam, yes or no? No, no. Is she being scammed? Lunchbox. I'm not. Uh, when she says, just let me know, no. But you got to wait until you get the money. I mean, she right. can respond to you all you want, but once you send her a price, she can go. Yeah, try you. to cash in those responses. And see yeah. What she, Take those to the fix. bank and be like, yeah. hey, can I cash in this I got four responses text? from her. I need to get my car fixed. Can you give me some money for these? Right. Yeah. That's my PSA, is we can't just trust that someone's, telling us the truth. Like, I didn't even double check that that was her number. That was mistake number one. Even though it is, it's just like, what if? Mm-hmm. And I learned later when I got home, like, oh, I probably should have gotten more information. Will Amy get the money? Yes or no, Lunchbox? No. Eddie? I say yes. I say she gets some, but not all. Why? Really? Why Why was this woman, why does she have to pay all the money? Oh, Amy, she doesn't Amy have her insurance back, card with her. Amy uh, will come back, it's, it's 2200 about bucks, and she's like, oh, well... I'll give you 500 and I'll get my insurance. It'll just never happen. Mm. My prediction is it never happens fully. You don't know anything else about her, though? Full name, first name, last name, address? I know her first name. Yeah, because now it's her <laughs> word against yours. Like, she, you, she can say you were parked over the line. You and did say- you take a picture right when it happened? Oh, yeah, no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so oh my gosh. She's going to just know. deny that. She's going to be like, that dent was not there. Uh, listen. It wasn't that bad when I hit her. Guys. Yeah. I already, this is why we're talking about this is because in the moment I was just so overjoyed that she came to tell me and I'm like, oh, and I didn't want her oh, to feel bad. You eight people. You know what? No jail for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're on. And I know what it feels like to just, so I didn't want her to think I was mad at her and I was like, hey, no worries. Like, it's fine. Learning lesson from this is Le- what? Okay. Learning lesson is take a video of their car because she showed me her car take your car how it happened the parking lot the scene of the crime and did you do any of that no okay. I didn't Tip document witnesses. anything Next. right but this is we're learning mm-hmm. next is okay get multiple forms of contact first name last name Instagram email like however you Instagram. can to learn about this person did you do any of that no I okay. got her Give first me. name and her phone number go ahead last name and or last one well yeah I guess if they don't the thing is, I, I would like her insurance on the spot, but I get the reason why she didn't want to do any of that is because she wants to pay cash. Why don't you call the Why don't you call the 411, then, call the cops? Because then she wouldn't be able to pay cash. It would be reported. That's on her. That's a her problem. 
If she didn't have the cash there to pay you, that's her problem. She hit you. No, she just doesn't want her insurance yeah, 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 to go yeah. up. I can respect that. Me too. But if you want someone to trust you, you're just praying to God. I mean, I, it does. Uh, no, listen. One time that one guy hit me that didn't have insurance, and it was a really, it was a bad, like he hit me onto the side, and he straight up did not have insurance, and I did not want to call the cops. I started crying because I had to. It was awful. I would have just, I wanted to remove myself from that situation because then the police came and he got a ticket for not having insurance oh. <laughs> or a license, I think. Like, it just, I oh. felt awful. So because of that, you're going to let her go. I mean, he hit me, but still, I felt like he got in all kinds of trouble after okay, that. Keep, keep us updated. Okay, I will. I, listen. Let us know how much the damage is, and then I, will, I bet you she pays you for 30% of it. No, Why I- Why would she pay you more? Okay, I. she is going to pay me all of it. I, I agree with Amy. Yes, I believe that most is, people are I, good. Yes. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Call the cops? Uh, yeah. This girl, um, Samantha. Samantha uh, who? <laughs> uh, Samantha. Phone number two one. <laughs> hey, if I'm out that hey, money, you. then that's the learning lesson on me. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. But it's like eighth. Time. Yeah, that's a lot of times. <laughs> <It's laughs> shame. Well, I just believe. Shame. I just want to believe shame. the best in people. All right. Good luck. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. I want to go over to Steve, who is in Daytona Beach, Florida. Steve, you have to tell me something good. Why don't you give it to me? We got in October, we got slammed with two hurricanes back to back, 43 days between uh, the hurricanes. So obviously it wrecked a lot of homes and uh, my home included. But uh, I have a pretty big platform. I don't know if I can say the page that I have. Yeah, uh, go for it. It's on it's on, on Facebook. It's called What's Happening Live. I have 33,000 people that follow me on it. And so I do a lot of charity stuff off over there. And so I just said, hey, let's start cleaning up some of these beaches that we all live on and that are damaged uh, from the hurricanes. And I've had over 100 people out there um, wow. pretty much every day. And uh, we always we always listen to your radio station. We're always, like, cranking it. We're always singing along while we're cleaning up is like uh, behind our condos and our homes and uh, trying to get our lives back together. 100 people showed up to just clean. Like, hey, no pay, just, just yeah. show up no because the, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, just uh, yeah. So I have a, I do a lot of charity stuff off my page, and uh, I mean we've fed people like hundreds and hundreds of people like Christmas, and I mean we've bought wheelchairs, bought people's you know homes. We just uh, re- it was like a ninety six year old veteran. We just rebuilt his home for completely for free. Wow. Um. So yeah, we do a lot of cool stuff. Man, keep doing it. It takes people like you all over the country to make this a really special place. So I appreciate you. That's what this whole thing's about. It's tell me something good. Yeah, that's what it's all about right there. That was tell me something good. You know, today's the first of the month. It's March 1st, which is crazy. I feel like we just had New Year's. Yeah, we're flying. And this is me every year on March 1st going, can you believe it? (laughs) So it's already the first of the month. And I guess February flew by because it was shorter. But man, what's great about March 1st is it's about to be warm again. At least warm-ish. I hate winter. I hate cold. I hate snow. I hate ice. I hate it all. The fact that it's March 1st, it's like yellow. (laughs) Trees turning green. We're going to play the first game. Famous firsts. If you miss it, you're out. Okay. Jeez. Hey, put Billy on real quick, Ray. We'll give him a chance. Hey, Billy, we're going to play a game with the show here. And if one of the three members win, you'll win. Who would you like to represent you in the famous firsts game? Would you like Amy Lunchbox or Eddie? Eddie. I mean... I mean, come on. Yeah, like, they want to win, they pick me. Okay. Here we go, everybody. Write your answer down. The category is inventions. Who invented the first telephone? 
In. In. In for the win. Everybody, one, two, three. Graham Bell. Bell. Graham Bell. Good. That was very chaotic. Who invented the first light bulb? In. In for the win. In. Last name only. One, two, three. Edison. Edison. Good job. Who? What company invented the iPhone? In. Okay, cool. One, two, three. Apple. Apple. Good. Moving on. Famous firsts. History. Who was the first person on the moon? In. In. I'm in. One name only? Last name. One, two, three. Armstrong. Armstrong. Good. (laughs) Who was the first president to live in the White House? In. In. In for the win. Last name? One, two, three. Adams. Adams. Good. Because it was being built while Washington was president. We're going to lose somebody on this one. I know it. Category's history. Who was the first woman to fly across the Atlantic Ocean? In. In. I got a name. I don't know if I said it right, but got her first name for sure. Lunchbox. Amelia Earhart. Eddie? Amelia Earhart. Amy? Earhart. You all got it? Yes. Come on. Good job. All right. Let's get a little harder here. Category states. Oh, no. I'm in trouble. Yeah, this is tough. This is going to be safe. First state. What state was the first airplane flown in by the Wright brothers? In. In. Lunchbox is trying to cheat off people's paper. No, no it's covered here. He's looking, though. No, I wasn't. His eyes were all over the room. Come on, me. dude. First state that came to my head. Lunchbox, what do you have? North Carolina. Amy? North Carolina. Eddie? North Carolina. Yes! Yeah. Okay. What state is the home of the first Starbucks? In. In. In for the win. All together. One, two, three. Washington. Washington. Good job. What state's home to the first Walmart? In. In for the win. In. One, two, three. Arkansas. Arkansas. Good. Okay, let's get a little harder. I used to work there. Look at you guys. In Arkansas? U.S. documents history. Oh, boy. Who was the first person to sign the Declaration of Independence? Oh, gosh. We can lose this one. We can lose someone here for sure. First one? Biggest. Who was the first person? I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Mm. Lunch always seems like he's going to the bathroom. He doesn't know it. I know. Uh, first one? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know why. Okay. You know what? I, I got it. I put it down. Lunchbox. Give me your John Hancock. Eddie? John Hancock. Amy? I thought that was the biggest. I think Thomas Jefferson signed it first. Amy, you've been eliminated. Dang oh, it. goodness. I can't. It's, Dang it's it. John Hancock. Yeah. First Let's and biggest. Go. Yeah, Amy, I was going Jefferson, then it... Who was that dude? That popped into my... He's Yay. just some guy. <laughs> hey, you, John. We need you to sign this. Like, that's the only thing he's known for, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next question. Like, Come on. Grab right. bag. Who is the first first lady of the United States? I need her first and last name. The first first lady. In for the win. Uh... I'm in for the win. Lunchbox. Martha Washington. Eddie? Martha Washington. Dang, you guys nail it. I, I can't believe it. Okay. <sighs> Meet Me at the Zoo was the first video uploaded to what website in 2005? I'm in. I'm in for the win. Lunch? YouTube. Eddie? YouTube. Yeah. What are the call letters of the first ever radio station I worked at? Oh, oh no. Hey, what's his name? Shh, stop talking. Stop what's talking. His, that guy's name? Billy? Billy, you should have picked me, you fool. Nice. Uh-huh. 
Good morning. Pick again? Good morning. <laughs> yeah, Billy. Good morning, you're about Billy. to feel regret. Yeah. R-A-G. A week of bad R- decisions. A week of bad, bad decisions. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, I'm thinking, guys. Wow. Well, we we ain't got all day, bud. We ain't got all day, bud. Chop, chop, Eddie. This Let's go, easy. Eddie. Chop, Just chop, throw Eddie. some letters down, man. What was the first radio station I worked at? <laughs> Eddie. This is weird. Why would it spell lazy? Go ahead. K-L-Z-Y. Lunchbox? <laughs> Eddie, you ain't wrong. It's K-L-A-Z. That's correct. Lunchbox wins. Everybody relax. Bye-bye, Billy. K-L-Z-Y. Close. K-Lazy, and I was like, that doesn't sound right. (laughs) Lunchbox, you have your option of what to do with Billy. We can either A, give him a prize anyway. Mm -hmm. B, B, you can talk crap and we can hang up. Or C, we can just hang up on him without ever addressing him again. Hey, Billy, have a good life, man. (laughs) Oh, hang up. Hang up on that sucker. Oh, (laughs) wow. Ah, yeah, laughing away. (laughs) There you have it. All right, Billy. Have a good day. All right, I mean, J- remember, hey, hey, Eddie, remember when that lady picked you for $1,000, you can get one right, and then this guy picks you, you lose again? Oh, my goodness, you are awesome at winning people's stuff. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. 
In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So watching this guy on TikTok talk about how you can find out if your partner's cheating or not. Have you heard about the water bottle situation? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so his name's Daniel. This is explaining how to do the water bottle test. If they have nothing to hide. That's not mine. I don't know whose that is. They'll admit they don't know whose it is because you've made them feel like you trust them. But if they are cheating. Thank you so much. They'll go along with you and pretend it's theirs. So what happens is you go and you buy a random water bottle. And it can be used already. It doesn't matter. And you buy it and you put it in the car and you walk in and you go, oh, uh, you left your water bottle in the car and you give it to them. And then it's how they react. And if they're like, oh, that's not mine. Well, then, you know, they're honest the and they're truth. not cheating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, thank you. That means, oh, did this get left in the car? I'll just take it and move along. Oh, I'm trying this. Well, Tricky. Why would you try? <laughs> why would you try? Uh, yeah, why? You think your wife's going to do You never know, She dude, was right? drinking wine with some dude on the porch when yeah, you got home. Yeah, she was. Yeah. And now that this is out, will it work? Because people now know. Well, not everybody's listening right now. Yeah, I mean, this is a great little test, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to the store, buy a water bottle, and put it in the car. Well, it says first buy a used water bottle from somewhere like Goodwill or any thrift store that theoretically could belong to anyone. Next, put the bottle somewhere in your partner's car and then pretend to stumble across it. I mean, all this is shady, by the way. So shady. <laughs> Casually tell your significant other, here's your water bottle. Use exact phrasing. It only works if they think it's theirs. And then if they're trying to hide something, you'll find out real quick. Oh, man, I like this. Why? What's the point of you liking it? Because then you find out what the truth is. You think your wife could be cheating on you. You never know. You think you know who you're sleeping next to, but you have no idea. I've always told you this. Nobody thinks their spouse is going to cheat on them. But guess what? It happens a lot. So I think a lot of people think their spouses could cheat on them. No, when you marry that person, you're like, oh. You're not married right now. You've been married for how long? I think seven years. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. And And the itch. (laughs) The seven-year seven itch. That's what they say. So, man, we got. I'm going to get a water so bottle. So record it when you do it. I will. 100%. Ooh, see what she says. Remember that show Cheaters back in the day? Where they yeah, that's the best, dude. dude the I, host got stabbed one time. That show was legit. Cheaters. I always felt like I was watching something I shouldn't be watching, though. Like they would catch people cheating. What were you going to say, Amy? Oh, just that I felt like when Lunchbox would say, you never know who you're sleeping next to, I thought that that was, you know, if they're going to kill you. Same thing. You never know. You, you never, never know, know who you're it. sleeping next to. That's true. A voicemail from last night. I'm going to remain anonymous due to the nature of the topic, but I just had to call in and self-admit. A member of your show also does, and that is Eats while I sit on the toilet. Oh. I just wanted to extend a shout-out to Lunchbox to let him know that he is not alone and he has um, one of him out here in Iowa. Take care. Love the show. Thank you. Yeah, I, I know I'm not alone. I know this is a thing that happens, and people just are embarrassed to admit it. I, I don't eat on the toilet. I'm not embarrassed to admit it. I don't eat on the toilet. Okay. You never standing at the toilet? Never at the urinal? Come on, man. I'm at the urinal. But what do you mean? And no, you, I, I don't eat. I, tr- I try as hard as I can not to eat in the bathroom. I can't remember the last time I ate in the, ate in the bathroom. So I'm not going to raise my right hand say I've never done it, but I cannot remember a time I'm eating in the bathroom. I don't even like taking a sealed water bottle in there because you flush the toilet and it goes all over the water bottle. Pretty gross, yeah. This is Stacy from Florida. Morning, studio. I was calling to uh, let Bobby know that we would love to get an update on Arkansas Keith. He was like one of my favorites. Love to know how he's doing. Thanks for all y'all do. Arkansas Keith was my stepdad for years. We're still very close. He's coming to stay with me in a few weeks. Oh, cool. Cool. 
for a few days. He just randomly be like, I'm gonna be driving through. And I'm like, where are you driving through to? Well, nowhere. I'll just come up there. <laughs> well, that's not driving through. That's driving to. So he's gonna come up. And so, yeah, we're good. I think he's probably gonna retire for real. You know, he worked at the park mowing, summers, weed eating. And then he would do that when it was warm, like spring into summer and a little bit of fall. Then he would just hunt all winter. And so I think he's just done now. He's just like, I'm just going to hunt all year. <laughs> Love it. He fished a little bit too, but he's just going to hunt oh, fish all year. Maybe he could give Eddie and Lunchbox his retirement tips. Because surely, clearly he's had to set up for this. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I'll ask him okay. his, his tips for you guys on retirement. Thank yeah. you. And finally, Wes from North Carolina. Morning, studio. I'm just calling and wanted to let you know that you are the best morning show I've ever listened to. I'm a huge fan. I've been listening for about two to three years, and I just wanted to let you know that you've been a huge part of my mornings. I love listening to you. I'm 14, and because I started listening to you, I want to pursue a career in radio now. Okay, my eyes got real big there. First of all, thank you for saying that. If you're this nice, we'll play you. We don't get enough nice things said about us, so I'll, I'll play this all day long and be like, look, we're loved. Secondly, he's 14. His voice deeper than mine. Yeah. I'd like to pursue a <laughs> career in radio. Uh, yeah, good luck, buddy. That's awesome. I mean, maybe, you know, figure out what your specialty is and do a podcast. You can try to do some radio as well, but yeah, good luck. Do some YouTube, TikTok, all that's the same. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this, but an inventor has made a device that allows long-distance couples to kiss using a realistic pair of lips. Like on the internet. Huh. That's it's, cool. It's only $41. Yeah. But, but like, do you just kiss it or does the other person feel the kiss? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, what in and, and cool. the lips apparently. Well, the lips aren't the real lips of the person. The matter, no. cool. I mean, guys, I dated my wife long distance and you do whatever you got to do to feel like that. So like, you would make yeah. out with a, ma- a mannequin it, thing? If she it feels looks it. looks creepy. And the, apparently the lips get warm. Oh, no. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Whatever makes you feel closer. I'm like, right? I agree. I'd probably, get, I'd probably check everybody's computer that has this, though. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. like when someone goes to Home Depot and buys a bunch of stuff that equals a bomb or, like, the chemical. And you're like, we should put a, we should watch them. They just got some some fertilizer. And they got – I'd probably do that with yeah. them, uh, too, if you buy this. Hey, you know, you got to love someone being innovative. Which, speaking of innovators, just real quick, this guy put a, invented a QR code for his dad's grave. So anytime people go by, they can scan it and read all about oh, that's cool. his dad and his life. That is pretty cool. Which I was like, yeah, that's part of the future I can get on board with. Or we put them on our like shirts and stuff. Your QR code with like whatever you need. Yeah, hey, I need a kidney. Ooh, oh, I need bananas. Hey, I don't. <laughs> right? Okay, if that's what you need, <laughs> bananas. You could use like your clothing as a way to communicate with people without actually having to talk to them. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't. They're not doing that, but I, that would be cool. <laughs> all right, what else? Uh, a woman is left stunned after she received a water bill for $17,500. Are you this woman? <laughs> and it's Amy. No, I am not her, but I feel this. Mine hasn't been that high, but I mean, it e- it easily could be me if we don't get something figured out. She said that she went out and checked her meter and that it was just like, like going crazy, like 100 miles an hour, it felt like. And obviously something is wrong. There's a leak. People have come out to check it. They've du- they dug up her driveway to try to figure it out. But have they done Kool-Aid? In, in the, the toilet. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't know if she's heard about that. Maybe I'll hit her but up. But nothing? They haven't figured out? Well, you would think with that kind of money, you'd, it would be a geyser going off somewhere. They're, they are aware that there is a leak, but they don't think it's a public leak problem. It's a problem on her prop, like a with her housing underneath. So 
They offered her a payment plan. Yeah, that's nice of them. But it's like it's seventeen thousand oh dollars. Like yeah. some water is is broken somewhere. Yeah. Yes, like, like you should be. Something should be wet. Is my point. Somewhere there should be a wet spot. <laughs> Don't know if it's on her or in the house, but there's a wet spot somewhere we're not noticing. And yeah, wait, that, that is can crazy. They wave it somehow. They have to. Once I got in trouble for calling nine hundred numbers as a kid because I was calling talking to like Wade Boggs and Bo Jackson, and I would just call these nine hundred numbers. They'd be like, "You can talk to your favorite baseball player." Ninety nine cents. Uh, every minute except for the first minute which is like four bucks and so you call and I thought I was getting one over and I'd hang out before the first minute was over I'd be like I'm never getting charged I just called talked to you know Chris Sabo never got charged hung up before the first minute and so we got a huge bill for 600 bucks or so oh my goodness and my grandma was like who are you calling what is, what's happening here and they waved the whole thing the first time they're like we can't do it again but we can wave it if it's a kid if I were her I'd just say my kid did it ooh that's a good idea mm-hmm. smart it on the kid wave it you don't have kids. Well, I saw one. <laughs> there was a kid. There was a kid here. Yeah, that sucks. All right, is that it? So, Well, a Dolly Parton biopic has been in talks for a while, and Dolly is coming out saying that Miley Cyrus would be the perfect mm. person to play her younger self. I was going to ask, because that's a precious role, yeah. especially yeah. if Dolly's a part of it. And Miley is her goddaughter, and Miley is so talented. But they need different versions of people, too. Like, they probably need an older Dolly like somebody to play that Jessica Chastain was so good in the Showtime series it was about she was Tammy Tammy Wynette yeah George and Tammy she was so good not that she but she could have pulled that off if Miley wasn't related that's cool that's my point All right, I'm Amy that's my pile that was Amy's pile of stories it's time for the good news with Lunchbox tell me something good Malachi Coleman had a rough childhood at the age of six years old. Him and his sister were put in the foster care system. Two years later, a family adopts him, raises him, and all of a sudden, Malachi becomes a football star, gets a scholarship at the University of Nebraska. He's like, man, I want to give back. So he started an organization, and all his NIL money, he gets all this money for being a college athlete. He's like, I'm not going to spend it on myself. He gives it to kids in the foster care system and pays for their extracurricular activities. Extracurricular activities. You can do it. Got it. Come try on. It again. He pays for their extracurricular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, try it again. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> he pays See, for all the-, the story now is this. <laughs> I know. No, no, but he. he not Malachi. <laughs> yeah, not Malachi. Poor Malachi. <laughs> he, he, University he, of Nebraska guy's doing it right. No, he, his organization is Fly Like Chai or. Kai. But it's Kai. C-H-I. Malachi. Kai. Fly Kai. Like Kai. But it, the shy town. Extra what? Extra. Extracurricular, curricular, curricular, yeah, curricular. On. There we go. Curricular. Got it. No, no, no. Guess hold on. Do it again. Extracurricular, curricular. There it curricular. is. Curricular. That's it. Extracurricular. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't know which one's better, the story or him hitting it. Uh, <laughs> they both. But they both give me hope. Okay. That's yes, pretty awesome. That's pretty you know, awesome. he's out there dancing, hot, hot, hot. And then they pay him some money. He's he like, just wanted to yell that. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Malachi, great job, buddy. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. You think gas prices are high. Have you seen chimneys? Mm -mm. They're through the roof. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. That's pretty dumb. I like it. That's a dad joke. Uh, Oh, yeah, you know. (laughs) Russ in Las Vegas is on with us. Russ, what's going on, buddy? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Well, it's. I know you just celebrated your one-year anniversary. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm approaching my one-year anniversary, and I have the slightest clue of what to do. Like gift or like what's you guys' like language of gifts? Does she like 
things or experiences or words? Like, what's our thing? Well, our thing is about making memories. You know, we... I haven't given her too much jewelry, but she asked me what do I have planned for our anniversary. I said, I, it's a surprise. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> never say, now she's going to have it built up that you've said surprise. Oh, oh no. What you do is you say, I don't want to tell you because that can mean nothing. It means mm-hmm. you can tell you. Never say surprise because then surprise is always a build up. Okay, go ahead. We'll, we'll try to help you out of this. Yeah, you said surprise. Now, what do you have to do? We got married in Las Vegas last year. Uh, we were thinking about going back and sending a little staycation to the hotel we stayed at. That's awesome. That's great. And and having a dinner at our first restaurant we I took her on a date with. Also excellent. What's so if and you, that's as far as I got. You don't need to go much further than that. That's actually <laughs> great. I think I don't know how much I money. Mean, for our one year anniversary, like isn't there like eh, Don't or? build it up. Don't build it. I mean, yes, it's a big deal, but don't because then you'll never be able to take it from somebody who's set precedents and I can't it's impossible to match them. <laughs> I can't meet them. And it's one year. It's awesome. It's mostly about you guys celebrating a year together than it is giving her a gift, honestly. And the longer I'm in it, I, I, I see that. So if she hates when you're on your phone, don't be on your phone for a whole night while you do it. I make a big point about this. Look, I'm not even on my phone. I say that. <laughs> so, but I, I think that's great. And act like you've always had a plan. Don't be like, hey, I planned this last minute. Or surprise. Heck, I didn't know either till I called the show. <laughs> you've always had this planned. I think that's an excellent idea, don't you, Amy? I think I love it. Yeah. I think he's, you just don't take the pressure off yourself and just think of how special she is and write her a note about it, too. You can do, yeah, I think that's, yeah. Think about words are good. Try to put free. yourself in one year ago into the mind that you were then. I would write it in two parts. I would write, it can be two pages or just two on a page. I would write my mind the day we got married and just try to write out every emotion you had versus me now. And then I would write that story as well, like how you feel about her now, what you've learned over the past year. She'll love that. It's a two-parter. Yeah. Nailed it. That's real good. And then do the stuff from a year ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't know her, but when you said surprise... Uh, (laughs) He panicked. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, but you... I started sweating. (laughs) hate surprise. No, 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 I don't you, hate surprises. You hate if someone says surprise. Right, because I was I mean. build it. I was yeah. like, you got me a surprise? Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's an airplane or do I get to meet <laughs> Santa? It's like all this huge stuff and they're like, no, dude. Like, I got you a little extra guac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> surprise. Uh, you got this, Russ. <laughs> I had heard a whisper the lunchbox was trying to get a different job. I didn't know what that meant because we all do lots of stuff. But it turns out you were trying to get what position? Uh, the Atlanta Braves of Major League Baseball back in, I think it was like October, maybe November, they put up a thing that they were looking for a new PA announcer. So what'd you do? And I was like, well, I mean, I would love to be the announcer for a, a Major League Baseball team. So I made a demo of me introducing players and I sent it off. And I didn't say anything. And I was just like, hey, man, if I get it, like, then we go from there and maybe I have to move to Atlanta, whatever. Would you have? I, I mean, I didn't know how much it paid. I have clips. And so this is, these are clips. And this is, these are real. You these, said are, these, these, these are, are the ones real. you sent that they didn't pay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was one long, like it's a one clip, but I broke it into one. So you can commentate after each one okay. if you want. All right, here's Lunchbox's first clip. Now batting for your Atlanta Braves, number 23, Michael, not Jordan, Harris. 
even did sound effects oh, with the baseball wow. going wow, wow, in. Wow, wow, yeah. wow, wow, It's not bad. That I sounds mean, great. It really is. It's Yeah, it's, it's nothing to make fun of here. It's a little derivative of some other PA announcers. You know, doing a little nickname, doing that. You know, it's like doubling it up. Oh. Um, well, uh, it's actually, you sound good, though. Here's yeah. clip two. Pitching tonight for your Atlanta Braves, number 36, Ian Anderson. It's good. Yeah. Oh. I was Anderson, class of 99, oh, but Ian didn't go there. Ian Anderson on the mound. Okay. See, we didn't need that last Yeah, part. I mean, I was like, yeah. wow, this is really good. Oh, little known fact about me. <laughs> it's all back to him. Next one. Tonight, your center fielder, number 38, Eli, named under Eli Manning. Why? <laughs> is he really named after Eli Manning? I don't know. I just made it up. Yeah. Mm. One more. Your starting pitcher tonight, number 99, the year I graduated high school. That is the one, the only, Spencer Strider. Okay, the good and the not so good. The good is, is you sound great. Just you doing that sounds really good. You can do that. You wouldn't have been able to move for the job. It, pay, it pays like 50 grand. Oh. So it's a good job, but you're not going to be able to move and leave this job and make the same amount of money. Okay. So don't be too hurt because you probably wouldn't have left anyway even if you got it. But it just, you know, you're making it about you. The PA announcer's really not doing a routine up there. I I, I, I thought they would want something different. Maybe. I, I don't know but what that's they're not looking even for. Like putting funny nickname. But also you... There was like 500 people that applied. I and- have the guy who won. Here's Kevin Krause, the new PA announcer for the team. Today's starting pitcher for your Atlanta Braves is number 99, Spencer Strider. Wow. Was good. You're Wait, as good what? as he is. Okay. Better, I yeah. think. Well, he didn't add a bunch of sound effects and do a routine about his life growing up. <laughs> that's true. And what high school he went to. <sighs> Who edited it for you? Because that's not your editing. That's good. No chance. Scuba help. Okay, yeah, good job, Scuba Steve. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't get the job, but you should take away from it. You, you do sound really good. Thanks. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. 
So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. She's called the real Sleeping Beauty. She slept for four days straight one time. That's a dream. You you want to talk about vacation or retirement? Mm -hmm. All that, fine. Give me four days of sleep straight, and I wake up like this. (sighs) Wow! I'm caught up. That would be awesome. How, like, disoriented would you be, though? Who cares? Like, what day is this? But, like, all your cells, I mean, everything would be right. All that sleep. <laughs> I don't know. And if you just had, let's say you had a coupon. Two coupons a or as we just call them, a coupon. Two coupons a year, and you get to cash them in for whenever you're not feeling well or sick, and it gives you four days of straight sleep for your Ooh. body to just recuperate. Ooh. Like that. Tell me that ain't something you'd spend a little money on. Yeah. You get two. I don't know how we get them. Maybe you want a crossword puzzle challenge mm-hmm. or something. But they give you a ticket. And then twice you get to cash them in. You go into a little pod. All right. You're going to sleep for four days. That's cool. I'd do it. Me too. i do it when <laughs> I wasn't even sick. Yeah. i do it January 1st and January 5th. All right. I'd like to be here for my uh, four days, please. But yeah, so she's the real sleeping beauty. Sometimes just randomly she sleeps up to 22 hours a day just as a regular sleep. And we've mentioned her before, but she suffers from idiopathic hypersomnia. It's even about being super sleepy after a full night's sleep. So it's a real thing. The Mayo Clinic like works with it. Due to her condition, she says she never feels rested. Maybe I'm sleeping beauty. Oh. Wow. Oh. You're never rested. Mm-mm. I think that's just too much work. Her or me? You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's sleeping for two Yeah, she's sleeping. Man, that's she's the not dream. <laughs> uh, the story's from the New York Post. If I get the amount of sleep my body needs, it's tw- it's 12 to 14 hours. Hours. I can do it every night. That's what you require. 14 hours. <laughs> I'm not kidding that I could go to sleep and be that my happiest if I go to sleep at 4 a.m. right when the sun's coming up and I'm waking up at noon, one. That's my natural body clock. That you want me at my most awesome? That's it. It's exactly the opposite of what I live now. <laughs> Forever. The company's really missing out on like having a show two times as good. So, but yeah, I. I've always been somebody that if I'm on vacation for three days, I'm back to going to bed at 3, 4 a.m. immediately. It's just so weird how our body clocks are so different. Your daughter is like me, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel you on this because I witnessed it with her. If she's the same as you, if she could live that way, I mean, I feel like, honestly, I'd have a, like, that she'd be her highest self. Love waking up at noon. (laughs) Yeah. Sun's already up and set. Foundation set for the day. I got to wait for some sunrise and crap. Mm, Maybe we should have a morning show in another country. Where that's the time. Or right. live there and do it here. That's Dashir's oh, defense man. is that she's like, can I just operate on another country's time? Who is for sure a morning person? Uh-uh. I, I I don't mind it. 
Really? Yeah. I, I don't want to say like, oh, I wake up and just everything's great and I hop out of bed ready to face the day. But I love my mornings. <laughs> like I like waking up early so I can, you know, do things around the house where I'm alone. Nobody like if it's a Saturday morning, I'll, I'll wake up at six and oh, cherish it. If I wake up at five yeah. or six, which I do the first time and I can't go back to sleep, I just scream and cry to myself in the closet covered in dirty clothes. <laughs> go back to sleep. <laughs> That's sad. I need it. <laughs> Time for my favorite segment, the news. Bobby's Big Stories. This is true. I, I quit everything. Not just the show. I quit. I quit it all. Because the headline says, VW wouldn't help locate a car with an abducted child because their GPS subscription expired. Now, there's no way that can be legit. There's no way that that is as it's a sexy headline. I want to click it. But you're going to tell me if there's a kid in the car... Sorry, you didn't pay your $12.99? That's messed up. That's crazy. A sheriff's office in Illinois said it was initially thwarted from tracking a stolen car with a two-year-old boy inside when Volkswagen's CarNet service refused to provide access to the tracking system because the car subscription had expired. What it sounds like to me is, at first, it wasn't communicated properly that there was a baby, a toddler in the car. Because any human being is going to go, yeah, you're right, let me override this. Correct. Or going to go... You know what? I'll put the $12.99 on my card for a minute so we can find the baby. Yeah. So this whole car net lets owners track and control their vehicles. And they were like, well, you need $150 to restart the service. He's like, no, no, no. There's a kid in the car. We're looking for the car. And he was talking to a person. And then, yeah. Yes. It, but they use they usually just read a script. Yes. And That's finally the it got to, wow. they switched it. But it wasn't VW going, you know what, folks? We refuse. We're not backing down. <laughs> Sorry. We showed you somewhere out there there's a kid in the car. <laughs> we didn't find him. Pay your service. So, fairish, but not totally fair to VW. ARS Technica with that story. A majority of drivers say aggressive cyclists threaten their safety. Are you riding your bike to work again or no? Yeah. It's warm enough now? Warm enough. How long did you sit back during winter and just drive in like a chump? Like two months. Uh, it was pretty cold. Those were your chump months we were calling them. Yeah, it was. It was pretty sad, but it was cold. I mean, it was so cold. It was like 20 degrees. I was like, can't do it. Almost two-thirds of drivers believe aggressive cyclists are a threat to their safety. Do you feel you're an aggressive cyclist? No, I feel like I follow the law. I'm in the bike. I'm in the lanes. I mean, I'm following all traffic laws. So, yeah, I don't think I'm aggressive. A similar proportion of residents said they would not support a law assuming drivers are always responsible for collisions with cyclists. Now, I agree with that because I do see some cyclists, like at the stoplight, they go up in between the cars, and I'm like, guys, don't do that. Hang back with me. <laughs> You'll be their leader back in the back? Yeah. Good. Good. That's from Kent Online. I believe that most accidents with car and cyclists are car fault. Most, oh, for sure. Most. Because people in cars are idiots, and they're texting, and if you're on a cycle, uh, a cycle, if you're on a bike, it's like being on a motorcycle, but even more dangerous. you got to watch for everybody around you all the time. Yeah. And so I do believe most are car decisions, but you can't just universally go, well, if two things hit, it's the car's fault. Like every situation is allowed its own investigation. And I am surprised you haven't had any incidents coming I haven't into yet. work. Not yet. And everybody's, you know, been pretty respectable on the road. So, I mean, I want everybody to make sure you respect your cyclists out there. No wreck, uh, No wrecks? I mean, the one time I had to dive off on my bike when I was pulling out in the car, woo, and I dove into the grass. But besides that, no. Do you put your phone in like the bag pouch or something so you don't look at it at all? Yeah, it's in my it's in my backpack. So you don't. Right. But I do have a phone holder right there, 
And I was like, oh, maybe I Uber bike when you pick someone up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, oh, maybe I can play something. Uh, and I, I'm going too fast. I can't hear it. There's like Candy Crush? No, I don't play oh, Candy Crush. Oh, not a game. Oh, music. Like, music. Like music or what? something. And I'm like, oh, let me try this. And I was like, no, I you can't hear like music. Well, I was no. like, I'll try it. Yeah. But all I hear is cars. And I'm like, I can't hear it. It's stupid. Netflix is going to roast Tom Brady. Recent reports of Tom Brady wanting to pursue a career in stand-up are false. What is happening is Netflix is doing a roast special with Tom Brady as he is the honoree. The working title of the roast is the greatest roast of all time. He's going to spend a year off and then he's going to join Fox Sports in 2024 and make a ton of money. Cool. Well, Craigslist has somebody offering 10000 bucks to help them find a wife. That's the ad. Ten grand. A New York Craigslist ad is going viral for offering $10,000 anyone who can help the poster find, well, love, well, a wife. What's he looking for? Long-term romance. This man in his 30s says he needs a scenario de Bergiag because of the, and I taught you guys who Scenario de Bergiag is. I don't remember that. Yeah, I never know. We had a whole lesson on who Scenario de Bergiac is. Right. We sat in here and did it all, and you were like, I don't know who that is because I just said it randomly. Like, he really just said that name. I was like, man, that's the first time I've ever heard that name. Well, that's not true. Is it like Hitch? Yeah. Okay. Hitch is based off of that. Okay, I, I vaguely a remember. A guy who hides in the bushes, hides behind, and tells the other guy, who's a guy who's ugly, who hides behind, but has all the skills to help the guy who's pretty get the girl who doesn't have the skills of communication. Got it. Basically. Okay, I got it. I got him a girl. Who is it? Abby. She's desperate. <laughs> oh, boy. Stop. But you don't know if... Lunch first of all, I don't think she's desperate. I think she's got something going on. Uh, who knows? No. But I don't think she does. You don't at all? No. But second of all... <laughs> You don't know what he looks like, what he does. Doesn't matter. Abby doesn't care. She falls <laughs> yes, in love in 30 seconds. Hmm. Obviously, he has money if he's given $10,000 to someone. So Abby's That's a like, good sign. Hey, Abby, sign. I'd like, like to let you speak for a second. Uh, just so you can answer these questions. Abby, our phone screener and producer. Abby, Lunchbox says you're desperate. Would you say yes or no? I'm not at all. I have high standards. It's like the opposite of desperate. Yeah. High standards. She's in a car with someone for 30 seconds and she's in love. <laughs> she sees someone at a gas station. She's in love. She meets someone in Vegas in the airport elevator. Never er, er, said I was in she's love. In, she's could, in love. But it could turn you into You met someone something. at a gas station? Well, I'm I just, don't know that like, one. That one he made up. Now he's making oh, stuff. Okay. <laughs> hold on. Abby, <laughs> thank you, Abby. I, don't, I also don't. Ability. Is there anything you'd like to say back before we move stories? <laughs> no, that's it. I'm not desperate. Thank so. you. Thank that's you. from the New York Post. All right. Pennsylvania Chick-fil-A bans unaccompanied kids and teens because they're just too much trouble if they come by themselves. Oh, wow. A Chick-fil-A in Pennsylvania has kicked off a debate about, you know, can you have kids come in with no parents? On their Facebook page, they list several unacceptable behaviors that led to the decision, including loud volume, unsafe behaviors, and mistreatment of both property and employees. They say they want to provide a comfortable and safe environment for guests and staff, and they can't do that if 15, 16-year-olds come running in, 14-year-olds, I, I guess causing trouble. Gosh, that's a it's bummer because, I mean, I know that's not at every Chick-fil-A, but my daughter, she goes to Chick-fil-A sometimes with her friends and mm. I can't imagine her getting kicked out. Well, I'm sure it's a case by case as well. So if you live in a part of the country where, I don't know, they're hoodlums. Mm, yeah. <laughs> sure. Then they're going to shut that, that crap part. down. Yeah. <laughs> Dictionary adds words like, and there are a lot of them, cakeage. Mm-hmm. Is that too much makeup? The fee charged by a restaurant for serving a cake brought in from the outside. Oh, yeah. I've had that happen to us before. We bring it really? in for a birthday, and they're like, well, there's a, I didn't know it was a cakeage fee. There's a fee for that. We're like, no, we brought the cake. We're serving it, but yeah, but you brought in food from another place. That's so stupid. It's, They'll cut wow. it for you, though. That's, oh, the, that's how nice the cakeage fee, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Petfluencer. A person who gets a large internet following by posting photos of their pet or a pet who has achieved internet fame. I'm kind of a petfluencer. That's you. Stanley's got 100,000 followers or so. 
Yeah. Which is pretty Amazing. good. Considering he does nothing. He didn't post his own stuff. But I'll be honest, he didn't post his own social media. <laughs> he doesn't? No, behind, he has a team. Hey, what true behind loser. the scenes, yeah. <laughs> Been a big diva since the book came out. He didn't post his own material. Other ones, woke, hellscape, and cyber flashing. The act of sending unsolicited, unwanted, explicit images or videos online. What's hellscape? It goes back to the 1890s, but it's become more popular. It means a place or time that's hopeless or unbearable. Ooh, oh, hellscape. Wow. Abby's hellscape is, well, work with lunchbox around. <laughs> yes. That's basically it. Finally, eggs are good for the heart. That's the story. Eggs have been vindicated. According to the journal Nutrients, eating one to three eggs a week could reduce the likelihood of cardiovascular disease by 60%. People who ate four to seven eggs cut the risk by 75%. People who ate over 70, uh, then they're just psychotic. That's a lot of eggs. That's a lot of eggs. Yeah, I just stopped reading. I'm like, yeah, we're done. You're crazy then. Uh, the study was conducted with more than 3,000 healthy folks from Fox News. Eggs, love them. Indifferent, hate them. Love. Love. I'm fine. Indifferent. Either way. Yeah. I'm not going to choose an egg, but if there's an egg there. They're so versatile. I'm not yeah. going to say no because the egg's there. Yeah. I'm more of a sausage guy. Ooh. Fill my yeah. mouth with sausage. That's what yeah. I say. Okay. Really? Right. Fill, yeah, fill, fill it up. There you go. Good. All right, thank you. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big. Stories. So the question is, are you team smoker or team pregnant lady? <laughs> but I got to tell you the story before you pick your team. So this was on Reddit and this guy's blasted. I mean, they were going after him hard because they said he had no human decency. He was at a concert and it was outdoors. And he was smoking, but he was in a spot that he'd been in the whole time. And this pregnant lady was there as well. I mean, she kind of come in a bit later. But it was like, I was there and I was smoking. I didn't like chase her down and smoke like in her face, but I was smoking. And so the couple's like, hey, bro, will you, will you stop smoking? And he's like, I can smoke here. Hmm. And I'm outside. And I was here before you. So people go on and it's true. Secondhand smoke, awful. Smoking probably next to a pregnant woman, even worse. Yeah. But this is not an easy yes or no situation. It's not right or wrong. There's some nuance here, obviously. And just in life, you're going to go, I picked the pregnant lady. However, once you hear this story, I think the pregnant lady needs to move her butt somewhere else. Especially if he was there first. But that's me, Amy. Yeah, team smoker. Crazy. What? Exactly. You guys are crazy. Yeah. Wow, the smoker already had a spot. We can't just go moving people off. But look, listen. You're you, you're big into going to someone's land and taking it? You're on earth, mm-hmm. right? You shouldn't be able to like go somewhere and like be affected by what someone's doing next to you. But you in went to where they were already where they it's were. It was illegal. Al- it was allowed already. Yeah. They were there doing it already. And then you get close to them and now they have to move? What's better for both? That no smoke. You okay, what's better for that. both? No cigarettes being made at all. <laughs> That's true too. We're gonna go down that road. <laughs> but That's true. And listen, I smoking to me is it's disgusting. I, I hate it. I've never smoked anything because it, it's so gross to me. So I don't want to be team smoker. This concert venue needs designated smoking areas. They do outside. This is they're in it. <laughs> he, he's where he like can That's crazy. Lunchbox. I am 100% team smoker. The dude is in his spot smoking a cigarette. You walk up and you think he needs to move. He's not the one that decided to get pregnant. You decided. <laughs> well, she may have not decided that either. But, but, but she's decided to have a baby in her belly, and she has decided to go to an event that there could be smoking. I, yeah. That I agree so, with. Hey, And she went you, over to where he was. Right. You need to deal with it. If you are uncomfortable, you need to move. I would say a bit of nuance here, though, would be let's say they're at an outdoor venue, and she's already there. 
And he walks up and starts smoking next to her, even though you can smoke there. I would say that is not. I would be team pregnant there. Because she was there. And dude, don't be a douche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I would be first. team pregnant. However, he's there. He said, this is my spot. I'm doing what's allowed on my spot. Now you chose to come. Eddie? Dang, I'm still team pregnant woman. No chance. Man, yeah, she I mean, get out. She's just living her life. And but so is he. But he was living his life. Smoke. I, <laughs> Yeah. Hey, that's why it's America. You get to have that opinion. You know what, though? What? When my wife was pregnant, we went to uh, Bob Marley's kids were having a concert. You're and I didn't, smoke I didn't even think about it. But, like, it was How everywhere. How do you not think about that that show? That's the first thing I think about. <laughs> my wife's about. like, I got to get out of here. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, everybody, stop smoking. Yeah, you didn't tell everybody to put it out? Team pregnant. Yeah, Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is my week of good decisions. A week of good decisions. I'm dialed in. I'm focused. I'm making good decisions. Last few weeks, probably been working a little too much, not been eating exactly right, made a few good decisions yesterday. Number one, and because I have this week, I'm always thinking about it because I've declared a week of good decisions. A week of good decisions. It's on, it's on my mind. I'm making them. Number one, yesterday ran extremely late, but Eddie and I, over an hour later than we normally do, we got in a very late workout. We did it. We did it. It was like way later than normal. Your sleep schedule gets messed up. It was in- inconvenient for sure. Absolutely. But we got it in. We liked it. We went to dinner last night. This awesome Italian place. I didn't, I didn't really like Italian food. I don't not like Italian food, but I'm just like Italian food. Cool. Went to this place last night. It's the best Italian food I ever ate in my life. Would you have pizza? I had a little bit of everything, but here's- Pizza. <laughs> uh, I did have some pizza. Yeah, yeah, I bet you did. It's on my Instagram if you want to see the place, but I didn't overeat. And usually if you put it in front of me, oh, wow. I go hard. I'm like my bulldog. Put it in front of me. I'll eat it eight times a day, two times a day. Doesn't matter. They had some margarita pizza, very thinly cut. I don't even like margarita pizza. <laughs> I never eat pizza as the appetizer. Oh, it was so good. So I didn't overeat, even though it was so good. I didn't tweet fight with any Tennessee basketball fans after the loss last night Ooh. that we had. And usually I'll do that because they'll come at me hard. I'm over here, Mr. Holly Jolly, loving sports. Hope everybody's having a good day. But when my team loses, people come at me hard. So... They were coming at me, and I didn't. I was like, you know, it's a week of good decisions. A week of good decisions. So I didn't tweet fight with any Vol fans. I have respect for them. I said that yesterday. If uh, you hate a fan base, it's because they're probably beating you a little bit, and you're annoyed with them, or they're a close rival, and it's both. So the fact that I'm like, kill the Vols, that's awesome. That's total respect from me to Tennessee Volunteer fans. So did you just get off social media, or did you read all the people coming at you? Well, I read them, and I wrote a few, but didn't push send. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's, that's, a, good decision. that's a good decision right yeah. there. That's right. Huh? Of good decision. I got a big one in a second, though. And then I have my my wife. We're trying to figure out what's good for me digestion-wise. She made me bone broth this morning. She's like, I think if you drink this every day this week, it'll help a little bit. And I had it again today. I'm going to tell you, bone broth at 3.30 a.m., not the best. <laughs> I, I don't know what that say. is, so I don't know I had if, it. if it's good anytime. Broth sounds terrible. Nuts. It's just broth, like soup like broth. Like soup. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's no. That's all. You don't put anything in it. No. So it's just like a, you put it in like a cup, bro. I don't know why. I don't know what the deal, but she was like, "Hey, let's try this. We're trying all kinds of stuff. A lot of the things that I try, like eating more cookies, those didn't work. <laughs> so now we're doing her some of her stuff. She's like, "Let's try this." But the best thing was, I really <laughs> thought about. It was yesterday, early afternoon. I was like, I'm going to make this decision. I said, but if I do, it's going to affect the rest of the week. And the decision was, I was going to go to Knoxville and watch that game last night that started at 9 p.m. Ooh. Oh, you're going We got beat like almost 20. I would have been exhausted, upset. I'd have probably physically fought with ball fans, gotten beaten up. That's what that means. (laughs) 
So I'm so glad I did not go to the game last night, even though, hey, right down the road, a couple hours. But I thought, then I'll just come back home. That was a good decision. A week of good decisions. That's what I'm doing. I'm dialed in, baby. Good Look stuff. at my breakfast this morning. Overnight oats. Oh, There's I thought that was oh, pudding. Yeah. Oh, I love mush. Mush yeah. is so good. I don't know. Shark Tank. This is also on my wife's list of things I'm doing. <laughs> I thought you fell off the wagon. I no. thought it was Hershey's pudding. Dude, that would be legit for breakfast, though. <laughs> That's my kind oh, of yeah. breakfast. I like this clip, though, and I like that. this. Uh, it's played over and over in my head now because, like, all I hear is a week of good decisions. A week of <laughs> good decisions. So, I feel as though listeners are hearing it, too, and I bet it's impacting certain decisions. Just say, this is my week of good they decisions. Mm. Yeah. And you won't make them all right. Right. Yeah, I've already made a couple of bad decisions. Right, so but that's okay. I'll start next week. No, good no, decision. don't give up. Okay. You just decide. Yeah. Well, on Monday, this is going to be, be a week of good decisions. And if you think about it, you'll make a few more good decisions than normal. A few more decisions where you have to, like, give yourself tough love. Like, love yourself. I never understood love yourself. Well, I mean, I did, but I didn't know what this <laughs> But I never understood what that meant. Sometimes, like, when you love a kid or a spouse or a dog or you got to make tough decisions, it's not comfortable for you. And they ain't going to like it, but it's the best, and you do it out of love. And as I've gotten older, I've learned how to love myself a bit where I have to do things I don't like sometimes. Because I love myself so much, I need to take care of myself. I never really did that. And sometimes I look at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, I don't love you anymore. You're not my dad. And then it's a whole thing. (laughs) But other than that, you know, that's what loving yourself really is about. Making tough, sometimes uncomfortable decisions for yourself like somebody else would if they loved you that there's a benefit to it, even though it don't feel that good. Mm. I call it the bone broth decision. (laughs) And that's what I'm in right now. So that's my week. Got a couple more days, but I feel like I'm on track. I'm doing pretty good. Good job, man. I like it. The fact that I didn't overeat last night. Yeah, that's big. I'll I'll be very, very quick. We didn't have a lot of food growing up at times, so anytime we go anywhere free, we'd stack up and fill up. That was it. Stack it up, fill it up. Take as much home as you can. Eat as much as you can, because you don't know. You probably get dinner. Maybe you don't get lunch tomorrow. And so I was trained to eat everything all the time. And I think that's so in me. And it was also so good. But this is a week of good decisions. A week Thank you. of good decisions. Okay, we could get to the abbreviation quiz next, which oh. is pretty good because I have no idea what I had no idea what Wi-Fi stood for until Amy sent it to me. Oh. World Wide Web. No, World. no that's www. Wi-Fi. I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't know it stood for two things. So we'll talk about, we'll do some abbreviations that you may have no idea. What do you think Wi-Fi stood for? Yeah, I'm the still The only thinking thing I can come up for. with right now is wireless. Wireless, wireless. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. Wireless, wireless? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Makes wireless no sense fiber. at all, but it's what I would have had to go with. <laughs> so know. we'll do the abbreviation quiz, because Amy, you have it. Yeah, and this all came about because my son asked me what Wi-Fi stood for, and I didn't know. So wireless, then, <laughs> wireless. I would say it and then swear to it. <laughs> I started researching. I was like, okay, let's do a quiz. We'll come back in a second. I haven't seen any more than that, but she has some. We can all hop in this. We'll grab some calls. And don't forget, on Friday's show, Ashley McBride in studio playing songs. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, 
or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's try the abbreviation quiz. And I say this because Amy said, do you know what Wi-Fi means? She was testing me. And I was like, I don't. Wireless, fireless. <laughs> that is not what it means. What does Wi-Fi mean? Wireless fidelity. No oh, idea. Yeah, but that's what hi-fi is, right? And, and I, I think I would have got that. Hi-less, fireless. Oh. No, no, it's fidelity. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, how many, give us five. Oh, boy. Come on. Write your answers down, fellers. Go ahead, Amy. Okay. What about, let's start easy. USB. Easy. Easy. I know. United States of Bobby. You know what a USB is, right? Yes, I know what a USB is. <laughs> well, think of, think of it that way. You, you, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's where I was going to. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think I might have one word. I, I have one. Uh, I don't even know if I have one. I got it. Do, are you, do you guys think it's, okay, everybody in. Do you get, I don't have it. I don't have a right answer, but do you think it's universal? That's, that's what that's I the have. first word. Okay. Universal. Okay. I have universal. Now we got to figure out the S. We could actually do this as a team. It's I like easy. It. Storage. Service. So, no, storage. St- universe. Because you store stuff on it. USB. Universal storage. Box. Device. Device. No. That would be device. Oh, oh, oh. Universal storage box. Okay. As a team, Amy, we're settling on universal. Is there a better word than box? Yes, but I don't know it. <laughs> Bytes. Universal storage bytes. B Y T E S. Is it beta like something? Universal storage 
bite. Bits. There's no way. Okay, just stop. Y'all aren't going to get it. What? Yeah, we We're not even close. Go ahead. <laughs> Universal cereal bus. Cereal uh, bus? What? Like a yeah. school like bus? Like a school bus? Yeah. Listen, I don't make these things up. Interesting. Oh, I never got that. Okay, next. All right, what about PIN? P-I-N. That's Your easy. Pin Personal number? identification number. Boom. Got it. Yeah, that's we, it. I'll go with that one. Next. Put us on the board. ATM. Automatic teller machine. machine. Yeah. Oh. Hey, give us something here. Easy. Yeah, these are, these are... Hey, get out of grade school. You know? Okay. At least give us junior high. She said she started with the easy with USB and then joking. she went to those two. Calm down. SMS. Calm down. SMS. Oh, I don't think dirty? you want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know this one, Amy. Yeah, but y'all know what SMS is, <laughs> yes, right? we do. Hey. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I reality know. SMS will be a text message that you get oh. that is not as a part of, like, internet or okay. data. You're getting warmer. So I would Cereal. think it's like a message system, like a shrunken message system. Mm. Oh, shrunken message, because it has to go quicker. Oh, I don't think shrunken would be the one. Why are oh. y'all choosing the word shrunken? I said it because I don't know any other S words. Smaller. But I like simple. Message hold on, hold on. Okay, simple. I'll give you a hint. Uh, no, no, no hits. Simple, simple. Message. Small. It's got to be that. You're on it. How about small? How about mm, small? Small, small message, message system or short message? Short message. Short message. That's sir. it. Because it's a text. Short message sis system. System. We're going short message system. Come on. Short message service. No. Oh no. Okay. What about RAM? R A M. Rapid eye movement. No, 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 no. That's, that's RAM. Oh, that's random access memory, actually. How do you RAM. know that? Well, that's a dang good truck. That's REM sleep. Yeah, what are we doing? RAM truck? Like, what do you yeah, mean? It's RAM. It's what random it? access memory. I know that one. I know, but. What is that? It's a memory you put on your computer. You oh. just, like, rattled that off. Well, like, that one no I know. Okay. You learned that in school. Oh, did you learn it there, homie? Well, no, you, exactly. re- you reminded yeah. me what it was. Go ahead. GPS. Uh, positioning Geographical. system. Global, global. Global positioning system. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. Show off. CEO. Chief Executive Officer. Good. Wow. Let's okay. see that one. Businessman making business deals trying to get that money. That's how I know that one. Uh, DVD. Disc. Digital. Mm, video video device. device. Digital video device. Digital disc. video device. Disc. 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 disc, disc, disc. Okay, disc. hold on. Digital video. But digital video disc yes. is not. Yeah. Yes. It's not video if it's, di- it's It can't be video. Yes, it is. Has to be video I disc. I don't know what V is. I want to say there's no way it's digital video disc. Think of another V. That ain't. Uh, v. No, 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 no. <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget it. It's video. It can't be video, guys. It is. What I don't else know would what it be. Velcro. Di- digital. <laughs> video, video disc is not Bo. it. Why are you so stubborn about Why video? Why can't the video be in video. the disc? Because the disc is video. not the disc. What is it? It's digital video disc. It is. What are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, it's video is just the. I challenge that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, and then lastly, uh, ROM, R O M. Okay, you know this one, Bones. R O M. Random access memory. <laughs> Random. Um, I think it's um, rapid. Um, it's memory. Office. It's like a red, red, red only memory. Red ops. Red only memory. Red only red memory. Only memory. What? Yeah. yeah. What is did, red only? We did way more than five. But hey, Mike. Hey. What, what's DVD stand for? Oh my goodness. We just told you. No, I know. I swear to you. I've seen it before. Mike, it's him. not video. It's also a digital versatile disc. Also. So there. Oh wait. So it's There's two. both. Yeah. So. Then I, I knew it was something not. Versatile. I'm still wrong because the video's right. I'm wrong. I don't even know it's versatile. Why would it be versatile? Versatile like it'd be multiple things. You put different things on it. You do different things on it. Oh, that's like true. Because you can store stuff options, on DVD. At, you know, 
look at the behind the what scenes. What else do you store in a Like DVD? information on your ROM? No, that's what a USB is for, right? Okay, we got too many going on here, boys. <laughs> well, whatever. Hopefully, hey, we're right. Did you have that Chase Rice song this morning? Do we have it? We do not yet. Huh. All right. Well, there goes that idea. Well, I mean, it was like an hour ago. I asked for it, you know? They could have written it by then. Yeah, the label hasn't sent it to us yet to put it in the system. We can't just dub stuff in? No, we can't. Now we get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah, but they don't know the difference. Dub. Uh, di- digitally <laughs> underdeveloped. <Ooh. laughs> okay. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Stafford, New Jersey. A man went into a car dealership on Saturday morning and said, Hey, I need to test drive that 2023 truck. And they're like, All right, here you go. Here are the keys. And he left. Five hours later, still hadn't returned. So they, you know, call police. They track the car down to the casino. He just needed a ride to the casino. Huh. Well, what I hear here is the last couple times I've tried to drive something, the person had to go with me. It's like we can't just let people drive off with the cars anymore. That's usually how they do it. And they sit in either in the passenger seat or the back seat. And this guy, though, just goes by himself with a new truck. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they were short-staffed or he was he selling it himself. No, it's a lot. No, no, no. It's a, a, it's a car dealership. Yeah, he went to the car dealership, and I guess you just show your ID so they think, oh, we got him. But well, they run it. On, they, they put on the copier. Boom. And they have a copy of your ID. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's well, that? Okay, bye. <laughs> a, a test driver stole my mom's car back in the day. She was selling it? Yep, selling it. And then my mom or my dad, they didn't get in with them, and he drove off South oh, I-35. Uh, See ya. What happened? How did that... <laughs> Oh. How did that end? I honestly, I, I don't know. I have to ask my sister. I can't remember. They eventually found the guy. The she, the car was donezo. I can't remember exactly what happened. She never. We never got it back. We, Insurance cover it because that'd be quite the scam. Oh, like, oh, somebody just showed up and took it for a test drive and never came back. Yes, I'm sure. I remember it got replaced with a navy blue two door Buick. Of course, hey, wink, wink. Oh, a nice brand new. Hey. All right, lunchbox. I'm lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Ray was talking about his dining experience, and he's like, I've never done this before. And I guess I didn't do it either until I moved to a bigger city, but it's first time for hibachi for Ray. What? Where the guy? Yeah. yeah. Good time. It's we, awesome. We had ordered from the restaurant, and then my wife told me, you know, we can actually go there and watch him make it right in front of you, and they do tricks. They'll throw shrimp and stuff. <laughs> the first time for hibachi. <laughs> hey, you never forget yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are a couple firsts you never forget. And the hibachi first, definitely one of them. Yeah, the guy had an egg on his hat, it rolled down right on the spatula, and then he smacked it right in front of me. Remember the first time you told somebody about all this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they, so had cool. onion. they made an onion tower, and they lit it on fire! <laughs> yeah, they did the volcano. Yeah, it's awesome! <laughs> and then he acted like it was catching on fire, and he had to slap it out. I thought I had to get an extinguisher or something. <laughs> Were you laughing? Like, oh, this is crazy! I didn't know it was an experience like that. Honestly, I didn't even know they had him here in America. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that I part. just always saw them and thought they were at, you know, like resorts at when you go on vacation. I've been to a couple. I probably haven't been more than three in my life. But all you need to do is go once. That was my birthday trip. Like, what do you want for dinner? We're going hibachi. The shrimp in the pocket? Oh, dude. Yeah, that's great. And I was so good at catching it. Or the shrimp out of the mouth? And they throw it too? <laughs> yes. Oh, hibachi was awesome. Yeah, it was just us two, though, so I feel like he downplayed it a little bit. Maybe if it would have been a birthday experience, it would have no, been... No, you want just you two. Okay. You don't want a whole table. It, then you don't get the attention you deserve. You know, I like to have the eyes of the performer on me all time at all times. <laughs> so, yeah, hibachi's awesome, except for you get full too quick. Oh, yeah, but I finish every single Yeah, and they thing. give you about 16 oh, pounds of rice. Yeah, they're like, here, have some like, rice oh, early. I'm okay. Just, yeah, I'm just filling up with it. <laughs> and when the steak comes, I'm like, I can't eat anymore, man. Hey, the best is when you don't order the steak or whatever, and they have two left over, and they yeah. give it to you. That's cool. I think they always have something left over. Oh, they do? Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're... 
Like, well, oh. it's like I didn't order the steak and they give it to like Jimmy and they give yeah, it to okay, you. Yeah, okay, oh. okay, that's fair. And then they give me two. And I'm like, oh, that's meat you. you didn't even order, right? But I think they do that every time to somebody, okay. so they feel a little special. <laughs> I would go more. I think the only drawback as a girl is you leave there and your hair smells like hibachi. Like, because it's the steam, the, well, everything's the right I'm there. Wearing too. But totally worth it. Totally <laughs> worth yes, it. it's worth it. I agree. But then, gosh, if you've just washed your hair, you need to go there on like hair washing day. So when you get out, you wash it. And that does sound like a good cologne, though, doesn't it? Hibachi. Hibachi for men. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. See you guys tomorrow. Bye, Bert. Get your bones on. Bobby Bones Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.